Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Cavalry Audio. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Motherfucker Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blackson. I'm never alone. I'm here with a strange-looking nigga. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening again to Motherfucker Podcast, whoever you are. All right, so <laughs> my nigga Dave Chappelle, of course, more problem. Yeah. The transgender community is trying to transgress against Dave Chappelle and Netflix because what? of his special. They want the special to be transferred off the network. <laughs> And they feel like it's transphobic. <laughs> but then but Netflix said, we believe in Dave. Oh. Also, he's willing, he said Dave said he's willing to talk to them because he feels they translated his message wrong. <laughs> so a lot of trans happened There's in this conversation. Relations in there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of transgenders yeah. and the transgress and the talking trans about trans transferred and yeah. then transphobic, and of course. Transform and then everybody got wow. mistranslated everything. So now it remind me I need a new uh, transmission in my right. car. Yeah, and I need to transfer some money for my check and my sa- my savings in my check so I don't bounce a check. <laughs> and I also need to, to transform our guests onto the show, motherfucker. Oh yeah, absolutely. I was telling Tyo, my man, I was like, he was Facetime you the other day, and I heard you like talk. I was like, this nigga really just. Can talk regular sometimes. Yes, I can talk regular like, sometimes. Because the next Friday is all I know. That's that's like embedded. I, know, I don't fuck up. The, I don't like, fuck up his, so I was his, like, his <laughs> fucking imagination of me, motherfucker. Mike, can you say the next Friday uh, again for defense? The when you walk into the door of the DCD oh, place. See. That's uh, my shit right there. What is this? This is what <laughs> I can't get jiggy with this shit. Where's your manager, that pink motherfucker? 
You look like that player hit out with so many shit. I have no damn receipt. Kiss my ass, so what? Oh shit, please don't hit me. I'm just a bitch ass nigga. <laughs> you ain't even, wait, wait, you ain't even, wait, wait, wait. You ain't even, uh, and I don't got no damn receipt. And I have no damn receipt. Kiss my ass, so what? You know you had fucking with, try again, motherfucker. That's my tutu. Try his game, motherfucker. It's an ugly nigga. Try again. I go post on this, motherfucker. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm honored to be a part of this. This is my All first right. time doing anything like interview-wise, podcast. I'm just, this crazy that is with you. I appreciate uh, it. I'm honored for sure. Worry. It's all good, Definitely. Man. You turn these lights off, I ain't going to be here. Most <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jaren Buddy. Dulo's in the building, motherfucker. Get Dulo, enough. Dulo! You, where you find these fucking videos at that you fucking put like a voiceover over them? Hey, to be honest, like I don't find them. I, I, People they, send they, it to yeah, you. Yeah, they, they find me now. You know what I mean? That's what I said. Uh, People ask me how to find them, so they find me. And um, for me, like when people find them, like I used to love freaking um, Americans Funniest Home Videos. Okay. All right. And I also used to love, even before social media in general, no social media. If you guys remember Mad Lips, they used to be on um, YouTube. These people, they, they would do like voiceovers, real funny fucking voiceovers to mainly sports shit. Okay. Football coaches, you know, flipping out on, play, on players or whatever <laughs> have you. Exactly. So, um, uh, so. You know, when I got to, um, you know, I was doing skits as well, and I was doing blending skits as well. But like when people send me these videos to do that, I just get into the, you know, the mind frame. You know, it's a really one day you guys will see the process. That's a fucking that's talent. It's a, it's man. a very the mind of those animals, it, whatever it is. It's a very, you know, it's a very kind of, you know, I, I, if I was to watch myself, I know I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, you know what? I mean? You'll be really good, like voiceover for animation. And listen, you know, you're the one with the connections. Link me, man. Who's cooking? Um, who's frying chicken? Who's <laughs> my? But that, nah, definitely. All right, I'll keep my ears open because when I was listening to that shit, I'm like, God damn, I, I see so much animation movie like fucking Lion King. I'm like, God, imagine yeah. you had this voice in there coming up with your own lines because these are all your comedic lines. Mm -hmm. like, in, in fact, like the, you mentioned that, I just recently did a um, independent, um, uh, I guess you would say, you know, voiceover character. I did like four voiceovers for independent um, cartoon that's coming out. Okay. Right, um, you guys will see the pilot for it soon, and it's not for children. This is like adult swim type of, you know, African blended type of situation. So, um, you guys keep a lookout for that for sure. Oh, that's what's wow. up! Congratulations on that. Ooh. Chinese best, what you got going on in your life? Uh, I want to be a voice of some cartoon, but too, Mike. Uh, are they hiring any Chinese in the African shows? That's easy. That's <laughs> easy. That's easy, man. I went to this restaurant. It was actually Chinese people cooking Ghanaian food. Not the fuck way. I'm not even joking. This is um, where was this? I was just in, I was just in um, Nebraska. It happened in Nebraska. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there was a Chinese person That's in there cooking. That's fucked up, man. Y'all yeah. niggas trying to take over every That's fucking my thing. Chinese restaurant. restaurant. I mean, you know they own the roads in Ghana. I heard that you know they own the roads in Ghana. So is that not true? Chinese, well, Chinese yeah. fucking down. You cooking African food? What the fuck? What? What's next? Uh, They're gonna start fucking our women too. Chinese best friend. I yeah, I think they're already doing They've already that done that. They're already yeah. doing that in Ghana, man. I've seen that the they documentary. They have their own that road. <laughs> that's why I'm fucking. Don't worry, Mike. That's why I'm fucking an Asian Blacks too, motherfucker. I'm fucking y'all back, motherfucker. <laughs> I got a whole Asian woman. I'm gonna give us a bunch of little Tiger Woods, motherfucker. Mike, Mike, we're gonna make sure there's a Madasaka Highway in uh, Ghana. Okay. I appreciate that, yeah. man. Hey, Ghana. Um, no, I said Ghana. Ghana. <laughs> I just call you Ghana. <laughs> it's okay. I hey, Ghana. Hey, hey, Mike, um, tell I me about Nigeria. Mike. That's totally fine. Please tell me about that. Um, the school that you're building in. Um, oh. please and thank you. Yeah. I seen the pictures of that. Yes. Yeah. I'm Are, did they have school. you digging? Are you the one digging? Were you digging with nah, your hands? I ain't digging shit out there, man. Damn, you're supposed to wash your hands after you help dig, man. But go ahead. I did not dig shit. Nah, nah, I ain't building a school in my village. You know, my mother, you know, this, this little village my mother was born in. Uh, 
what really inspired me to build the school was um I went when I came to the States, I came to the States late eighties, sometime, eighty six, eighty seven. I didn't go back to Ghana. I didn't go back to Africa period till like two thousand. Like fifteen years later I went back. And when I went back, I went to the village where I was born. And I'm like, I just things were still the same. I'm like, why are things still the same? You know, yeah. why are kids and the kids are like a bunch of kids doing still school days, school hours. There are kids in the marketplace helping their mother sell shit. And I'm like, why are these seven, eight year old kids working? Like, who hired these niggas? So I'm like, okay, you know what? Then I get to find out. I'm like, why they're not in school? They're not in school because the public school, which is known as government school, yeah. which is free at that moment. I'm not sure. Th- things have changed now. It ain't shit free no more. But at back then, those schools were free. And those fill up really fast. The free shit always fill up. It's like you go, you know, in America, you go to the welfare line, all the ch- welfare office always packed, right? Because niggas like free shit. So the free shit always fills up. And the kids that are left, they, they can't afford private school. So then I, so what I did, I went to the, one of the local elementary school to find out what school was going for, how much it cost to go to school. So I found it cost like $80 for the whole year. I'm like, $80? Wow. And this was in 2000. I'm like, we spend this shit at the bar. Yeah. So I'm out next day. I went back to the marketplace, saw them same fucking kids. I talked to their parents. I was like, I'm going to pay pull your, pull your four kids in school for the year. You know wow. what I mean? And then from there, I would try to help every year. I would try to help get these, keep, I mean, what? Eight years of schooling will cost me a couple of grand. So I went and did that. And after that, I said to myself, I got to do something about this. And I always had in my mind, I got to build a school. But it's not, it's not an easy thing to do. You know, it's come with a lot of responsibility. But then I finally, like, right before COVID, I decided, you know what? Fuck trying to put every kid in school. How about just, I just build a own school mm-hmm. and make it free and give a scholarship to the kids? You're a good man, Michael Blackson. Yeah. What's up, Marasokas? This is your African King of Comedy, Michael Blackson. I'm here to ask you a question. Are you subscribed to my podcast, the Marasokas Podcast with me, Michael Blackson? If not, you are missing out on the crazy interviews, the exclusive behind-the-scenes content of my life, and tons of VIP celebrity guests. So listen up, Marasaka. Stop what you are doing right now and go find the Marasaka Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. It's free. So go do it right now. And don't forget to catch a new episode every Tuesday. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. 
It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 94. Back then in 94, the only way you'll get famous, you got to find a way to get on TV. The only TV we had back then was BET Comic View. BET Comic View just started. Wow. So we had, to, because BT Comic View knew they were the only way of getting any comedian famous, or they took advantage of us. Like what? To get like on BET Comic View, you had to, first you had to be selected to get on. So Once you get selected, then you have to find your way to LA. Man, y'all live in Philadelphia. Yeah. You have to find your way to LA, get your own hotel. Get your own hotel. Get your then, own flight. Get your own flight, your what? own hotel. And then three weeks after you shoot the show, you get a check for $150. Wow. So I came. To do comedy view for negative five hundred and eighty dollars, <laughs> I lost money trying to make money. Wow, you know. But then what happened was you get on TV, and then once you're on TV, then people oh, get to see it, you. Huh? Like, okay, now they're going to book you. Mm-hmm. So now you know, I went from making like fifty dollars or hundred dollars to like five hundred dollars. You know. Wow. And then when when I did next Friday, then I went from like five hundred dollars to twenty five hundred dollars, and then you keep going, keep going. So television is kind of like what we had. Back then, but we didn't have social media to try with jokes oh, out. Yeah. These guys could just do a video. If the video is funny, about okay, I'm gonna put that shit into a material. You know, but we didn't have that. We had to go to open mic night. You have to go get in line. And Ooh. open mic was a night where amateurs perform or professionals would go on stage just to like perfect their new act they're trying to do. So like in Philadelphia, we, we, where I started, um, one club is like first come, first serve. So if you have, if you want to get a good number, you do they allow the first twenty people? So if you to get, and you got to pick your own number when you want to go on. So if you want to pick your own number, show start at seven o'clock. You want to be there like four p.m. Get in line. That way you pick a good number. Like a good number be like any number between like five to like thirteen is good. Cause you go on number one, not enough crowd there. If you go number twenty, everybody already left. Oh. So that was one club, but the other club, you go line up. And then after you write your name down, they would they would give you a number according to how well they know you. So I remember my first night at this particular club, they didn't know me. I went on last. By the time I got on stage, it was like six comedians left. So I'm performing and no for no audience. No audience. They already got tired. <laughs> I'm performing for six comedians. And they told me that, hey, I think you got what it takes to, to make it. Because I was hoping oh. I hoping the fucking audience was there. But instead <laughs> it's like other comedians, like, you know, Mike, I think you got it. And that's how I just kept going and kept going. Yeah, I think that's dope, man. You know, a lot of comedians, they don't bring the same energy when um 
when they see like the, you know there's less people there or so on and so on oh, the no. crowd that you're expecting so I think that's extremely dope definitely that you, man if you you're brought a comic 110% they, right there and then you always, know that gave you, you, know, you that never know that first impression it don't matter where you are give them the best fucking show you could you never know who that one person yeah. is mm-hmm. or that's two three people are you're wherever right. you're performing don't ever give them all you have regardless believe it or not I mean I performed for like 10,000 people recently. I'm on that Martin Lawrence tour. So we've seen like 10, 15,000 people. But my favorite audience is 300 people. That intimacy crowd right there in your face where you get to like feel loose. Because when it's, when it's 15,000, it's, don't get it wrong, it's more pressure. Like, okay, now I got, you know, compared to like 300 people, you feel more comfortable. You know, but was it five people or 10 people? Give those 10 people your best show ever because you never know who those 10 people are. I heard rappers get all the respect on the streets and singers get yeah, all the pussy, pussy in the get, sheets. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's and a thing. Was, and that was part of the reason I the switch. <laughs> for sure. That was part of the reason for Keep sure. But yeah, I'm in it now. It's been cool. It's been great, especially uh, moving out to LA. I've especially seen the increase in everything I've been doing since I've been out here. So I'm fucking with it for sure. It's so crazy. I was watch, reading something today that Meek had posted up. You saw that thing Meek posted about um, something like he not sure where his record money been going. Like really? something he posted about uh, about um, the record uh, the record business. How you know he pulled his record out, but he ain't seen no record money. Hmm. Oh, yeah. you know. So I mean that, but that that that's been going on for ages. I mean everybody got burned from Michael Jackson to Tito Jackson to everybody has been burned when Janet it comes to Jackson. Those uh, they look like artists make most of their money from live performance. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know how much y'all really make from, but it's different now because now it's like downloads and you could like kind of like put, do your own thing now. Yeah, for sure. You go independent sure. and you know put your own shit out there. Back then, you needed like a you needed a, a record company back then to like you know get you to that next level, and they took advantage. You know, so yeah, not anymore. I mean, how like that's how so how how you get your music out there. Um, I'm getting it out fully independently right okay. now, so I don't even know how the, the record label shit go. Okay, not that's good. your money, so I see everything from my music. Um, but uh, really, it's about where your grind at right now, like what you're doing, what your brand pushing, and how much you selling on your brand. Like I'm thinking of different avenues for my brand right now as far as like the music, and I got a dog that gets me like a million views on TikTok okay. and YouTube and shit. Okay. Um, selling plants and uh, just things that go along with my brand because I also farm as well. I've been farming for like two years with some of my friends. So I'm like real into nature and like gardening and shit. So yeah, I'm nigga, like thinking- uh, y'all, y'all growing tomatoes, motherfucker? They got a green thumb here. We ain't growing no damn tomatoes. No, we growing weed. It's cannabis farm. <laughs> I ain't growing no tomatoes. <laughs> I just trying to make a decision yourself, motherfucker. But with that, with the cannabis farms, I've learned how to cultivate tomatoes and vegetables and fruit and all that shit and survive off grid and, and, and a lot of things I didn't know before, before for um, being out there. So uh, I'm just trying to incorporate all that shit into my brand because that's what the music business and just having a brand is about now, what your grind is. And because you're not going to, like me, you ain't going to see a lot. If you get to that level from your shit, it's about what else you sell in the shows, the merch and all other shit. So that's what me and my team is working on right now, tightening shit up. But, and, and that's the great thing about social media now, right? Social media is pretty much your own platform. This is your own TV show, your own network. You, you know, you build your own audience. And when you make something, you got someone to sell it to. Yeah, you can blow you know, up you overnight. Don't need, you don't need nobody anymore. Just build an audience. Yeah. And if your shit is good, it will support you. 
the Mother Soccer Podcast with me, Michael Blackson. It's a Calvary Audio production brought to you by AHA Radio and the Black Effect Podcast Network. Produced by Brendan Morgan of Calvary Audio and A. King for the Black Effect. Associate producer is Jeff Apple. Executive produced by Michael Blackson, Keegan Rosenberger, and Dana Brunetti. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.